you all for joining Veranda Bellamy Inspired. Good day, lovelies. This is Veranda Bellamy of Veranda Bellamy Inspired. Guys, there was absolutely no way that we could not come back to you all and just share some insights with you all in regards to Easter or Resurrection Day, guys. This is such a pivotal point in our belief as Christians. So myself and and the co-host decided that we wanted to share some insights and inspiration with you all during this season. We could not come back and share some insights with this special day in our religion and our belief. This is the resurrection of our Lord and Savior who died on the cross and rose on the third day for all of us to have access to eternal life. The next voice that you will hear will be from our very own Ambassador Natalie Brown, followed by Reverend Laura Davis Perry, and then by Elder Shirlene Alexander. And lastly, I will conclude with Jesus' reflection. Hello, friends. This is Ambassador for Christ, Natalie Brown, and I wish you and your loved ones a most peaceful, reflective resurrection season. This is a time when we take a moment to reflect on what the Lord Jesus did for us, his death, his burial, and resurrection. And because he died, I can live. I thank God for eternal life, and I thank God for what the blood of Jesus did for me, and that's cleansed me from sin. I may yet miss the mark, but I am saved by his grace. Take time to enjoy your loved ones and family members, for this is a reason and a time to thank God for what Jesus has done for us. God bless you and have a blessed resurrection season holiday. Hello everyone, my name is Reverend Laura Davis Perry and I'm one of the hosts for Veranda Bellamy Inspires. You know, the scripture that comes to mind for me during this time is John 3, 16 through 18, and it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe stands condemned already because they have not believed in the name of God's one and only Son. You see, for me, from the beginning of time, God has shown how much he loved us. He first created something reflective of his goodness and plan. He created the earth and all that lies therein. There were great possibilities in his creation. Then he put humanity in it with the role of shaping it, having authority within it, and developing it under his own authority. You know, God has loved humanity from that moment. God loves us so much that, you know, his love for us is one of the most fascinating stories of all time. In spite of the fact that in this story, humanity has taken for granted all that God has provided, he still continues on to do things to make things better for us. 
You see, in this story, God rescues humanity when he sends Jesus to live a life that has to be lived and to die a death that that had to be died. Jesus had to live the life he lived. He had to live a life without blemish or blunder. He had to be perfect and not lose sight of why he was here. He could not succumb to any temptation. Now, I want you to really think about this. He could never sin. He could not slip up and say, oh, God knows my heart. He could not be disobedient and say, God, please forgive me, and I promise I'll never do this again. There was no bargaining table for him. He had to always keep his eye on the prize. There was no time out for Jesus. He couldn't tap out and take a break. Jesus had to die the death he died. There was no other way. He even predicts it to his disciples. So can you imagine knowing the day you'll die? Knowing that you're dying for someone else's wrongdoing? If one of us had to take his place, where would we be now? Hmm. That's a good question. I'm certain that Jesus could have stopped this whole thing at any moment, but he didn't. He could have walked away and not shed one drop of blood, but as we know, he did not. He went through all that suffering and pain just for you and me. So while you're celebrating this resurrection weekend, please keep in mind what we're celebrating and honor the real reason for such a time as this. Jesus is the reason for this season, for this holiday for everything that we do, for every breath that we take, for every opportunity that we're afforded, for every bit of favor that God graces us with, for the grace that we have that God provides us with. Jesus is the reason for that. So we need to continue to celebrate him this resurrection season. I bid you adieu, and I wish you a beautifully blessed and inspired day. Happy Resurrection Weekend. Hi, this is Charlene, your host of Couple O Thursday. I would like to wish all of our listeners a very happy Resurrection Day. This is the day that Jesus Christ rose from the dead. He came to this earth to be a sacrifice for each and every one of us. He was our living sacrifice so that we would have a right to the tree of life, that we may live eternally. And I am so grateful for Jesus I thank God for Jesus. I just thank God for sending him here because I know without him that I would be lost. I wouldn't have a way. I I don't know what I would do without the Lord. He's been my everything. Um, He's showed me love in a way that I have never understood it before. Can you imagine just not even knowing all that you're even dying for? And he took that sacrifice for us. He took every beating. He took every hit. He took being spit on in the face for us. And ultimately, he took the hanging on the cross, the crucifixion for us. And so for that, I'm grateful. And for that, I love him. And I owe him my life. And... I just thank God. I just thank God because, like I said, I don't know where I would be if it had not been for Jesus. I don't know what I would be doing right now. Um, He's loved me even when I didn't love him back. His love is something that I cannot even explain or put into words, but I know it helps me and makes me want to love the way that he loves. 
I have never seen anything like it before, and I know I never will, but I just pray, 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 pray that we can be that example for him and that we can show forth the same love that he showed us to one another, to the lost out there, those who don't have a way because that's what wins souls. That's that's what draws. The love covers a multitude of sin, and his love covered the whole world's sin. And I am just so ever grateful for Jesus. I'm so grateful for his example of life. I'm so grateful for his example of sacrifice. And I am so grateful that he came here, that I might live again, and that you might live again, and that we all may live again in heaven. So thank God for Jesus. I will forever, not just on today, but forever be grateful for that wonderful sacrifice that Jesus did for us, giving his life and suffering, bleeding, dying, but rising up with victory, rising up with victory with all power in his hands. Thank God for Jesus. You day. Guys. Right now, this is Veronica Bellamy that's speaking with you all. Um, I pray that you all have had a beautiful, beautifully blessed resurrection day today. So when he died on that Friday and Saturday, he was laying in the tomb. And then Sunday, he got up with all power. So Saturday had to be a little, you know, just sad feeling for everyone. And um, I just wanted to just really reflect on that. And I've been reflecting on it all day today um, as I went into church this morning and also posted about how some women really need to show themselves as holy women. Um, And I know it's a process, so I'm not going to necessarily judge you all or those that aren't carrying themselves the right way. But I do want to say, ladies, for those of you that are single, you have got to present yourself holy and acceptable at all times unto God. So you live your life unto the Lord and Savior um, so that you can be seen by that man that's for you um, as the proverbial 31 woman. You don't want to be seen in any other manner or nature other than that. So make sure that when you step outside of the door that you are presenting yourself as classy women. And classy um, does not, classy is wearing dresses, skirts um, that are below the knees or at least at the knees. And that's not saying that you are some old lady because there are plenty of skirts and dresses that you can find that are classy that hits you at the knee or below the knee that still looks good and you can still be sexy and elegant at the same time. So I saw quite a bit of short dresses and just stuff that was just not cute today. And um, I just wanted to kind of address that with you all. And I'm sure that's not you, but if it's someone you know, Make sure you have them to tune in and listen to this um, because it's, it's, it's definitely needed. You cannot expect to meet the man of your dreams and you're coming in from the club or you meet him in a club or you're out and about and you have on these short shorts or a short dress or a tight dress that's showing everything. It's just not, it's not classy. And a real man does not want that type of woman to take home to his mother. And I'm just being honest with you guys, okay? So enough about that. Resurrection day is today, Easter Sunday for many of you. I know that the kids have been out 
probably getting eggs and um, however the tradition is for you and your family. Um, but I do want to direct the attention back to the main purpose of this season right now of Easter um, and that being Jesus Christ. So I'm going to share with you all um, just a little segment here about the resurrection of Jesus. Okay. And it goes, um, after Jesus was crucified, um, Joseph had Christ's body placed in his own tomb. A large stone covered the entrance and soldiers guarded the sealed tomb. On the third day, a Sunday, several women, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, um, Joanna and Salome, are all mentioned in the gospel accounts. They went to the tomb at dawn to anoint the body of Jesus. A violent earthquake took place as an angel from heaven rolled back the stone. The guards shook in fear as the angel, dressed in bright white, sat upon the stone. The angel announced to the women that Jesus, who was crucified, was no longer in the tomb. He is risen, just as he said. Then he instructed the women to inspect the tomb and see for themselves. Next, he told them to go inform the disciples. With a mixture of fear and joy, they ran to obey the angel's command. But suddenly, Jesus met them on their way. They fell at his feet and worshipped him. Jesus then said to them, Do not be afraid. Go tell my brothers to go to Galilee. There they will see me. When the guards reported what had happened to the chief priests, they bribed the soldiers with a large sum of money, telling them to lie and say that the disciples had stolen the body in the night. After his resurrection, Jesus appeared to the women near the tomb and later at least twice to the disciples while they were guarded. They were gathered at a house in prayer. He visited two of the disciples on the road to Emmaus, and he also appeared at the Sea of Galilee while several of the disciples were finishing were fishing. I'm sorry. Um, there are at least twelve different appearances of Christ in the resurrection accounts, beginning with Mary and ending with Paul. They were physical, tangible experiences with Christ eating, speaking, and allowing himself to be touched after his resurrection. Jesus' resurrected body was different from his physical body. It was no longer subject to the same laws of nature. He could transcend locked doors, and yet he could still be touched, and he could eat. Before Jesus ascended into heaven, he gave the Great Commission, telling his followers to go and make disciples of all nations. The stone was not rolled away from the tomb so Jesus could get caught. He was able to walk through walls, and you can see that in John 20:19, in his resurrected body. The stone was rolled away so that everyone could see that he was risen, yes. When Jesus appeared to the two disciples on the road to Emmaus, they didn't recognize him, and you can see that from Luke 24, 13 through 33. They even talked in great length about Jesus, but they didn't know they were in his very presence, so they absolutely did not recognize him. Question for you all today is, has Jesus, the resurrected Savior, visited you, but you didn't recognize him? Be inspired.
If this is your first time listening to Veranda Bellamy Inspired, welcome. If at any time you would like to go and listen to any of the previous shows, you may do so directly from our website, which is www.verandabellamy.com. If you have any prayer requests, feel free to send those prayer requests to prayerrequest at verandabellamy.com. At any rate, we pray that your Easter season has been awesome and that you have been able to reflect upon the real meaning of Jesus' resurrection, how it is a pivotal point for all believers and those that do not believe in Christ either. This is the key for all of us. If you are ready to join forces with the body of Christ, repeat after me. Father God, I know my sins have separated me from you. I fully confess at this very moment, God, that I am sorry. I ask for your forgiveness of all of my sins. God, please forgive me and help me to avoid sinning again. I confess that Jesus is the Son of God, that he died and rose with all power so that I may have access to eternal life. God, I confess my sins. I love you. And I welcome your Holy Spirit to guide me. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen and amen. If you've said that prayer, you are saved. Find yourself a local church. Get involved in the church. And watch God go to work on your behalf. We welcome you to the body of Christ. Happy Resurrection Day. Be sure to join me back on Thursday morning at 7 o'clock a.m. for my morning segment, Inspiration. You all be inspired.
thank you all for joining Veranda Bellamy Inspired.